What's going on, everybody? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Welcome to episode 48 of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from the Rappahannock Raiders out of Warsaw, Virginia, as Candace Slaw takes home the honors. Candace had a great week going 7 for 8 with a triple, 4 home runs, and 11 RBIs. Those four home runs, one being a grand slam, actually all came in one game where she was four for four. Amazing job, Candace, and best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with former Team Canada national team member and St. John's Newfoundland native, Rob O'Brien. OB had a fantastic career that spanned almost 20 years. He's a four-time ISC All-World selection, three-time Canadian Nationals MVP, six-time ASA champion, eight-time Canadian national champ, as well as an ISC world title in 2010. We're going to talk to Rob about getting his start growing up in Newfoundland, representing Canada at the 1993 ISF World Junior Championships in New Zealand and bringing home the gold, his storied ISC and Canadian national career, and of course, the successful Goofy Newfie Pub and Grill that OB owns in Fergus, Ontario. Rob was an absolute pleasure to chat with, and we shared a ton of laughs in this episode. Pretty sure everyone's definitely going to love this interview. So as usual, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling, ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm, lights, camera, action, it's on. Oh, we are I let, live. I let you go first. I I know, yeah. I know. How you doing, Randy? Good, Hopi, man. Well, not really, but. Yeah. Why, why are you doing good? <laughs> man, I am so sick of these COVID numbers. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's I said to my wife today, I'm almost to the point where I understand where the government's coming from. Dr. Strang and yeah. Ian Rankin. Ian Rankin? Yeah. Yeah the premier of Nova Scotia what have you. And I get that they have to give it out, but I'm actually 100% tired of listening to it. Yeah. It's like watching what's the, you know, a rerun of a show over and over and over again that you don't like. A Groundhog Day is a movie. <laughs> it is Groundhog Day. God damn it. That's how every goddamn day right now, like yeah. usually I'm not the one that swears on here. It's you. I know. And yeah, I'm, I, swear to, I swear to fuck. I yeah. am so fed up right now. Yeah. It's like, how do I put it? Like, I thought, you know, the first wave when we first started, I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. this is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Then the one around Christmas, I was like, oh, okay. Sure. The numbers weren't that high. No. But not now we are like, we're ridiculous now. And well, it's as okay. per capita, I think we're the same as Ontario right now. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, <sighs> because some motherfucker came down here and had a barbecue and invited some friends over. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. 
I heard God, that. it's ridiculous. Unreal. I'm very sad for the whole situation. I, I hope like a, I had a friend text me today before the numbers actually came out who kind of has an inside person that knows some stuff, yeah. some stuff. And they said, and for the last five days, he's been texting me and he's been bang on with the numbers and he sent me the numbers today. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm. They're not going down. No, I know. And what I heard was it, there was a big backlog of numbers that weren't released. So we thought today would be the day where, okay, right. there's 95. Yeah. No, what was it? 178 or something ridiculous today? 184. Yeah, 184. See, I, I, oh, yeah. And here's yeah. the thing. Like, here's my take on the whole thing. I knew, I know we said we're not going to talk much yeah, about yeah. this on here because we're fucking sick of it. Yeah. But here's my thing. This is, this is, today's May, May 6th when yeah. we recorded this. Yes. Um, I want to see what it's like next Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Like, that's basically the two weeks that, yeah, the, that is the, the province. Weeks, that's right. That the province has been shut down. Yeah. Show me the numbers then. Yeah. If they're coming, like if they're drastically, if we're in like in the, you know, the 30 to 20 range yeah. around then, I'll be all right. Yeah. But, but if we're still above a hundred, we're, like, yeah, it's not going to be like good for you. People us, obviously aren't listening. No, that's right. Well, those some stupid bitches getting those frigging tickets in Halifax. Yeah. They gave out 37, $2,000 fines last weekend in yeah. Halifax for people having parties. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, grow the fuck up. Seriously. Yeah. You're affecting everyone. Exactly. So today, my uh, the owner of my company called me and said, you know, because we do a lot of assessments in the city. Yeah. And he said, he's thinking about possibly shutting it down. We're not doing anything tomorrow. Mm. And because of numbers today, he said he's thinking about shutting it down for at least two weeks because the city is so bad right now. Well, smart. It is. I feel bad for him because yeah. they're running a business and, exactly. and they're still, they're great people. They're still yeah. paying all their employees and all of our benefits are still there and what have you. But it's just those, the way I look at it is it's those sons of bitches that are ruining it for everybody. Yeah. Keeping the cases up yeah. or getting more cases because of it. Cause this is spreading like wildfire. Exactly. It's, it is. And no, you know what? Everybody, it's central zone, which to our listeners is basically Halifax and the surrounding area. Yeah, Dartmouth, Sackle, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's basically where the hotspot is. But what I heard today is, you know, there may be community spread in the Truro area. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know what? Scary, dude. Enough of it. Okay, okay. Let's, let's not talk about it. Well, we said we weren't going to talk about it yeah. anymore, but I mean, obviously we're going to have to when we do have these podcasts because- yeah. We want people to know that, you know, it's not just about us wanting to play ball or getting the yeah. kids out to play ball. It's the health of our families, our grandparents, yeah. you know, relatives, whoever it is. Yeah. Because again, those son of a bitches that aren't paying attention to it are ruining it for everybody. Exactly. And I know that the premier Rankin probably wanted to say in his press conference, listen, you fucking assholes, <laughs> stay the fuck inside. Stop partying. Stop fucking not wearing your mask. If you want to play tonsil hockey with your boyfriend, yeah. go right the fuck ahead, but don't do it in public. I will say this. When he started off the press conference, oh, there, a couple days, when he said, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, he said, you people, Don Cherry got in shit for saying you. People. <laughs> <laughs> he did too. Oh, but when, I, well, yeah, that yeah. made sense. He's talking about you people like yeah, everybody exactly but yeah. uh so oh yeah getting our uh, vaccines yeah you're getting yours i'm getting mine tomorrow <laughs> what yeah why are you over 50 uh, it doesn't matter I got, <laughs> that's not even got fair how did you do oh wait maybe your wife yeah my <laughs> wife has a little well that's good i'm glad you are um i'm getting mine next thursday actually excellent i'm yep. getting the moderno or mRNA or whatever they call it, the vaccine. I'm getting AstraZeneca, so and you're getting, yeah, I'm so. going to give a third leg here. And uh, <laughs> Well, according to a lot of people, you have a third leg. Well, 
Let's not talk about that. Isn't one. your nickname Dick? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's anyway, disgusting. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Let's get back to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, but for all those, oh yeah, hey, hey, we found something new. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> what the fuck? Why won't we play that the whole? Oh, oh we are using that. Oh, oh, he's gonna like. What are you guys doing? Oh, that's when we got to get Sean Cleary on because he probably would have rapped to that. Yes. Oh, wait, Sean Cleary won't come on. I know. We're going to keep bugging you, Sean. Bye. Bugging you. Bugging you. Bye. Bugging you. Bye. Uh, besides ball and COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. Tom Wilson. Yeah. What the motherfucker? <laughs> he was out to hurt somebody. Like, you know what? I, I think he's a great hockey player. I do too. He's a big person. He's not afraid to fight anybody. And he can put the puck in the net. He's a he's a real attribute to that team. There's no question. There's yes. not enough teams like that have a guy like him. But that what he did the other night was dead right dangerous. Like I'm surprised Panarin is alive. Alive. I know, man. Like, <laughs> man. And here's the th- here's the funny thing. It's not really funny, but uh, the guy I work with, he's a Penguins fan. Yeah. And and before they come out and said, you know, Wilson got five thousand mm. dollars, which is pretty much. You and I paying five dollars for yeah. the goddamn pond. scratch ticket or something. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I was telling my buddy at work. I said, "Well, I said, being a Penguins fan as well, I said, if we play Washington, we're not going to have to worry about Wilson because he's probably done for the season and, <laughs> yeah. and beyond nope. after what happened." Mm-hmm. Then they come out and st- and then they come out and gave the Rangers two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine for for barking for barking. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, man. Holy shit. For speaking their mind. Yeah. Yeah. That was total bullshit. Yep. Again, I wouldn't want to see anybody get suspended, but don't go out there and try to hurt people either. Like that just scared me. Be yes. a good be a good hockey player, be a rough guy for sure. Yeah. Punch a guy in the face, punch him in the teeth, punch yeah. him in the nose, but don't jam his head into the ice and then punch him when he's down and then exactly. ragdoll the other guy that weighed 127 pounds. <laughs> and and the NHL harps on repeat offenders. Yeah. Tom Wilson. <laughs> Is such a repeat yeah, offender. He's like Dexter, for Christ's sakes. He's like, killed a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Like, <laughs> I don't fuck? understand. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, oh, well, well <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it it, it kind of makes uh, the department of, you know. Player safety. Player safety. Yeah, George yeah. Peros and them. Yeah. Look. Ridiculous. Well, showing his concussions really sticking around with him. I think yeah. George Paris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would not want to meet him anywhere when he hear me say that, but yeah, I know. he's a big dude. He, George Paris probably doesn't listen to us. <laughs> I'm guessing he doesn't. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, we, listen, we hats go- off to a bunch of crews that are out there doing their podcast stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're Freaking talking right. about Hilly and Lolly's uh, podcast. They, yeah. uh, well, today's May 6th. There's launch today. And yeah. with our guest tonight, tonight yeah. with uh, Robbie O.B., and uh, man, fan fabulous! It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. I laughed my ass off. For, yeah, it was over an hour, and I bet you I laughed for an hour. <laughs> That's good. Like That's good. Like you know, I, I was telling you before we went on. It, yeah. it, it felt like one of those those sit arounds in the pub, like you know, being on George Street. Yeah, beer tent, or yeah. you know, sitting sitting around just shooting the shit about you know talking with the buys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's man. good. Good for those guys. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, I didn't know actually. Lolly lived with Ob there. For for a while, like when he started his oh, whole wow, ISE, yeah, yeah. So that's good. We'll talk to Ob about that, of course, hundred percent. And, and uh, yeah, we're, and, but we're not talking about Lolly, okay? <laughs> I, I know Those home runs. Come on, man. No, Shut we're up. not going to talk about home <laughs> runs, but uh, there's a couple funny stories. Oh, that, good. I'm looking forward that to we that. have to. Uh, that I know you haven't heard, but I heard, and yeah. you're going to laugh your ass off at this, hundred percent. So uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's get the let's get to Ob, and uh, you you actually uh, 
played the Nationals with him. I did in 2004, yeah. Yeah, in, with uh, the Elks. Him and with Sean. With him and Sean, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll touch on that. Absolutely. See what see what uh, they thought of the whole Brookfield Elk experience. Experience, yeah. With uh, Chipper Brooks, <laughs> Helmet, all those boys. Yeah. and uh, Scooby, Monkey, <laughs> Timmy, Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's, uh, let's get to OB. All right, sounds good. All right, here we go. OB, thanks for coming on the podcast, pal. Not a problem, fellas. Thanks for having me. I gotta say, you're a, a hot commodity right now. Yeah. You know, first with Hilly and Lolly <laughs> on Dust Up, now with Opie and I on here. Uh, ready to get back on the mountain now, or what? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Fuck, I'm like the king of the prom today. <laughs> Everybody wants to smack at me. <laughs> I, actually, uh, yeah, that's fun. Oh, freaking right. I, uh, I I was telling Hopi that uh, I I listened to the podcast day with the uh, you know Hilly and Lolly, and man, it was over an hour long, and I bet you I laughed for an hour. That was uh, that that was some good shit. It was funny, and you know what? To be honest, that's just, that's just a normal conversation three of us will have with each other, and then yeah, it's pretty much recorded, and, and so everyone else can hear it. Like yeah. it's like us sitting at the in the kitchen table and having a couple of beers, <laughs> a couple of drinks, and then and that's it. All right, so yeah, yeah. Randy and I kind of talked about that. Say. Yeah, we said it's like you guys yeah. sitting in the beer tent around a picnic table. Yeah, uh, and that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, and now good. it's being recorded, so everyone else can hear it. Yeah. And, <laughs> Actually, there's a couple of things. I wanted to touch on a couple of things on there. <laughs> Hope you never heard it because I want, I want you to tell the... Uh, Wait, Randy. I didn't hear it yet, Robbie, because I had to fucking work today, unlike Randy. <laughs> so I want to tell you, you got to tell them the uh, the Gene story. <laughs> well, it's actually a fucking true story. That's the worst part about it. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's when he was living with me here and, uh, you know, young, gullible, and <laughs> it's funny. So, you know... He, he, he's dressing like, you know, a young Newfoundlander would. And, and uh, you know, he's not sure what the Toronto life is like. So, you know, I got some new new jeans on. And so he looks at me and goes, hey, I like those jeans. What kind are they? And I said, well, they're guests. And he goes, I don't know. I'm like, all well, maybe those are my guests. <laughs> and he goes, like, I don't know, Ralph Lauren. I said, no, guests. And he goes, like, fuck, I'm sick of playing this game. Just tell me what it is. Like, You're fucking guests. I said, I don't know what else I can say to you. Oh, <laughs> said, oh, that's sorry, awesome. man. <laughs> oh, okay. I was razzing him. I was, <laughs> that's his lolly, right? Oh, I, I was texting him today. I was razzing him. And man, he was like, he's like, he's like, fuck. He's like, I, I thought he was just fucking around with me. <laughs> I couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's classic uh, there's a lot more than that one too like there's some other stuff with him man. I was uh, sitting down at the kitchen table one day when, when I'm having ground turkey and he goes hey what's that I said ground turkey he goes what does it taste like I said fish and he goes I don't like fish and he walked away from me I was like, <laughs> ground turkey man it tastes like turkey <laughs> yeah, exactly oh shit <laughs> that's amazing he, he's one of a kind he really is yeah. great guy great dude him and uh, Hilly two of them are great fellas oh absolutely oh, they're beauties yeah. uh, they were two of the you know, we've had a lot of guests on here and those two right there, like they were awesome. Oh, like, we made friends when we interviewed them. Yeah, <laughs> they're freaking absolutely. Guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, they are. Actually, and like, and to be honest, there's just so many players, so many guys out there like those guys too. Like a lot of people you play against, you say, oh, what a dick. I don't like that guy. Then you get oh, to know yeah. him. You're like, oh, fuck, he's actually a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. We've said that a few field, times. It's a different game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, you're going to battle against those guys. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Actually, another one last thing about the uh, the podcast. Uh, 
I still can't get over that you were talking to Steve Eiserman and you didn't know it was him. <laughs> no, I, I had no clue it was him. Because <laughs> Kirk, uh, Kirk said to me, he goes, hey, I'm going to give one of my buddies to call you. I was like, <laughs> okay, great. So, because I'm down in Windsor and Detroit, like, you know, Eiserman's still playing. Who, who knew that Eiserman would call me? And I'm thinking, yeah, hey, great, man. No, not a problem. You haven't got tickets. Wicked. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, off you go. And so then Kirk calls me later. He goes, hey, were you talking to Steve? He goes, what? <laughs> Steve Eisman, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, <laughs> I got shit. on my phone. <laughs> I would have had him on the phone for about two hours just talking to him. Yeah, really? Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, so uh, how are you, uh, Rebecca, and the kids making out, you know, up there in Ontario? You know what? <laughs> Living a dream, I guess, right now. But, you know, with the COVID, COVID thing and everything here, it sucks, man. Like, we, uh, like, you know, you guys know we own a restaurant called the Goofy and, mm. you know, it's 17 years now we're in and, uh, it's been going so well for us. And then it's, a, it's just a waste of a year now, right? Like we do our takeout, we've been closed down for half the year and you know, takeout's not what we do. Like we're doing it. We, you know, we thank the community and surrounding areas for supporting us, yeah. but it's just not what we do. Like, I'd rather you guys come in, I shoot shit with you. You know, we talk about whatever, you know, you have a pint and a couple other, like the kids come in, they have some pop or whatever. Wife has a wine. We miss all that stuff. We miss interaction with people. And with us up here, like we have zero family around us, right. To, uh, to go talk to or go hang out with and right. the guys like our, our bar guys that come in every day, they're our family. Mm. Right? Like we, we see those guys every day. We notice when they have a haircut, we know when it's their birthday and you know, those guys have nowhere to go either now for the past yeah. year pretty much. Yeah. So it's, it's the whole surrounding area. And it's not only us, you know, like, you know, Calgary's getting bad now. And, uh, but we're the getting mad. We live in, <laughs> yeah, you guys, because you had Ontario people come down there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers had a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sackville wasn't there something? Yeah, something somewhere. Yeah, fuck's sakes. Yeah, but and, and that's that's the thing, right? Like around our surrounding area, like I, I'm in between Kitchener and Guelph, and we hardly have have anything up here. Like, yeah. But we're we're affected by the Greater Toronto area where there's so many people down there, and the numbers are so great that yeah. you know. 20% of the population of Ontario has 80% of the cases and we're, you know, yeah. we're getting picked off for it too. Yeah, so it really sucks, but we got to do what we got to do, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Have yeah. you had your vaccine yet, Robbie? I get it on Monday. Oh, good for you. Huh. That's so good. I get, yeah. I get mine tomorrow yeah. and hope yeah, yours I get is, mine next Thursday. Yeah, yeah so I nice. guess we're yeah, gradually we go, gradu- we gradu- go into shoppers right now. Yeah, we we can go into shoppers right now and get it. But I had an appointment like two weeks ago and I, I got the appointment and I was there Fuck, I might as well go to it. I have it. I don't want to cancel it. And sure. I know where I'm going. So yeah. oh, that's good. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I would take 15 shots right now, but get, let me get my restaurant open. Yeah. yeah. Really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, now I'm I know you, this. I'm over. Yeah. I know. I know you said with the uh, Hilly and Lolly that, uh, when you recorded it, it was right before St. Patrick's day. Were you able to get anything going for St. Patrick's day? No, no nothing. We weren't. That's two, that's two years in a row that they, they canceled. Jesus. Well, not, they just, they just kiboshed everything for us. Like, yeah. No, no numbers at all. And, and to be honest, for us, it's the biggest day of our year, St. Patty's Day, and it's it, it, it's a big sales. And it usually the weather usually breaks, starting to break by then up here for us. Right. And you you never know what we can get. We can get like say four degrees on one St. Patty's Day, or it could be twenty six degrees. Yeah. We're not sure what we're going to get, but we we know that it's going to be a little nicer. There's going to be no snow, right? So, yeah. 
Yeah, that's exactly. unfortunate. Yeah, we lost Especially that on that one again. Newfoundland Bar in, in Ontario, St. Patty's Day, I'm sure it would be on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is on fire. We, and we have a Newfie band, the boys are called Poverty's Arse, and uh, they're from back home. And oh, yeah. They used to play in a, in a couple of big bands back home. And uh, so just two of them, and they put on a great show. Like when Lolly comes up, like we go singing with the band, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a fucking fun time. It's, it's, just, nice. it's just like a giant beer tent. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's amazing. Actually, I want to ask who who takes your uh, the the food pictures for your Instagram account because every goddamn <laughs> picture, I get instantly hungry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's my wife. That's Beck. Oh. She takes all the pictures. To, to be honest, I think I make most of them. And who knew I could even cook? I just Man. I hit in the gym. I guess. Yeah, but it's, it's fun. Like we come up with some random stuff, and because we are called the Goofy Newfie, we can come up with some random shit, man. Yeah. We can put we can put balloon on something, and people love it, or we can get to come up with these weird ideas, and we can get away with it. Yeah. So, so do you call bologna Newfoundland steak? Uh, <laughs> we call we have it on our menu, Newfie steak. You do. A funny story when we when I first opened seventeen years ago, like all of our staff were just like local girls from here, or whatever, and. uh so she really didn't know what Bologna was. So she asked the table, like, uh, or they said, we'll take, we even order a newbie snake. And she goes, surely, how would you like it cooked? And the guy goes, I don't know, turn it, turn it over a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she goes, oh shit, yeah, that's Bologna. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Actually, I would ask, uh, I, I can't believe your, uh, your coffee shop didn't take off. <laughs> I'm fucking glad it didn't. <laughs> oh, beans. Yeah. Yeah, again, that was the worst fucking idea we ever did. <laughs> you know, the, the wife and uh, that was their idea, and, and I was there. Well, all right. Because we had O'Brien's right next door to it, and that thing was rocking. Like, like I, I said on the other podcast, I said it was licensed like, for 35 people, and we put in 110 or more every night. Jesus and Christ. it was fucking jammed. And that'd be open till two in the morning. We wouldn't leave till three or four. And then the coffee shop opened at five. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little uh, much. We, had, we ended up selling that one pretty quick. Oh, good. oh that's, good. that's fantastic. I, yeah, I laughed my ass off when I heard that today. I was like, man, there's so much stuff I could bring up. But, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, we have a we have a little thing on here that we start off the podcast with, even though you know we're ten minutes in. Uh, it's called oh, sure. it's called quick pitches. I uh, oh wait, I'm gonna play a little thing here. There. Quick pitches. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna throw out uh, I'm gonna throw out ten questions to you, and okay. they're random. They're so random. Just throw yeah. it. Just yeah. answer them as best you can. And I'm sure you got a good answer. And as quickly as possible. Quickly, <laughs> okay. All right, first one. Your favorite bar on George Street back in the day? O'Reilly's. Okay. Best place you've traveled to for ball? For ball? Man, there's so many. For ball, I would say it's got to be Wisconsin because uh, the fans are really great. Mm -hmm. Kimberly. Kimberly, Wisconsin. Kimberly, probably. right on. Uh, yeah. Best place you traveled to for leisure? Wisconsin. <laughs> Kimberly, Wisconsin. Uh, I've been so many. That's, that's the thing that we love to do. Like, I've been to Africa. I've been to the Maldives. I've been oh, to Thailand. Uh, yeah, like, that's that's our passion, what we do in our off time. So, I, I would say, man, it's too. The Maldives or, or, or Africa. Oh, wow. Far right. Right. No, no. Yeah, right on. They were pretty cool. Toto would be proud. They touched brains in Africa. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, we played that song all day. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, next. Is this the Leafs year? 
<laughs> you're a Leafs fan, yes. No. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I hope, he, hope he's a Habs fan. Had fans down there? Had oh, wow. Habs is. fan, yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, that's what they're going to be facing in the first round. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I'm kind of glad, though. Yeah, anything can happen, yeah, my too. friend. I agree with him. And when Price is in that, Price can beat anybody. He could, yeah. 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 So that's the only thing I'm worried about. But they do have a good team. Like, oh, they sure I do. I go to see the Leafs a lot. And uh, not this year, I guess, they're yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone anywhere. But with uh, my Molson reps, they take me a lot to a lot of games. And nice. It's, yeah, it's, I love the hockey. I love being there. But the fans actually suck, man. Oh, <laughs> so is that crazy. right? Like, oh, it's crazy. Like, I I go to arenas all over the place. We go to Nashville. I've been down to Vegas. Uh, we go all over the place to a bunch of hockey games. And I got to say, Toronto's probably one of the worst places to see one. Is that right? Like if the, yeah, the fans outside are amazing, but the fans inside, it's all corporate, right? So yeah. everyone's on their cell phones. They're... Uh, it's just boring. <laughs> they, they could be a they could be a big brawl on the ice, and they're up five one, and they're still on their phones. They're doing Instagram TikToks. And shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a Yeah, I like bring my son, so he loves he loves the hockey, so right. that's fun for me. You've been you've been to a game in in Vegas, Obi? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, how was that? It's it's insane. Like it's a, it's a party in itself. Like they parade everybody in. Yeah. Uh, then you walk behind. Like I mean, it's a big parade outside and. You go into the stadium and there's always something going on. Like, you guys ever been to Vegas and you see the Vegas shows? Well, yeah. Like, as soon as there's a whistle bone, there's something happening. The, the Blue Men group are there, or yeah. the guy flying out of the rafters. <laughs> it's quite insane. It really is. Yeah. yeah but the I, beers there are like, they're like 23 bucks a beer. A Jesus beer Christ. Holy shit. I know. Is I it a tub right. of beer? You go on the street and buy them. No, you get like one of those Nickelode Ultras, for Christ's sake. For, Christ. uh, I think it's a 23 bucks for a 16 ounce can. It was brutal. That's horrible. Oh. Holy shit. But make sure you get drunk before you go to the game. Oh, yeah. No wonder they could afford Pacioretty's contract. Jesus. Come on. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. And it's packed. They're, they're good fans, too. Like, they, they're starting to know the game. So it was fun. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Nice. All right. Back to the quick pitches here. Get back to the question. All right. Yeah. Uh, if you could go back and play one game in your ball career, what would it be? One game. I think in the finals in Newfoundland. Um, when we lost to Corey Grew, we, uh, we were all playing in Newfoundland. 2007. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the one. That was and my first Nationals. Yeah. We had a great team there. And, and you know, we beat – they had to beat us twice. And yeah. we beat – oh, sorry. We beat them in the morning. And we beat them like 16 to 1. And then we ended up losing 3 to 2 or whatever is in the final game. Yeah. That was a heartbreaker. I like that one back. Especially all of us being home, playing for oh, geez, team yeah. home and, yeah. and not winning it there. So I like that that one back. Yep, yeah. sure. Corey Guru was throwing friggin' BBs that, that whole yep, match. Was. That was incredible. He, yeah. was, he was throwing rockets at that first yeah. that, yeah. that final game. Yeah, yeah. They had to win like three games, come back and win it, and they did. Yeah, and yeah. They were good yeah. on them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you classify a tomato as a fruit or a vegetable? You're fucked. I think it's shit. I hate tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, good answer. Okay. Yeah. What are some of the nicknames you have for your customers or coworkers? Holy. To be honest, everybody has a nickname. Like, I don't even know most of their real names. <laughs> like, if someone figured... came in and said, hey, say, hey, Jeff's over there. I said, who the fuck is Jeff? <laughs> no, that's, that's Painter Jeff. I know who Painter Jeff oh, is. Painter Jeff. <laughs> oh, Painter <laughs> Jeff. Oh, Painter Jeff. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Like, one guy's name is Greg. It's Greg Chilton there. Greg. Who's Greg? His name is Chili. Right? Like, yeah, know. there you go. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. So, mostly all of them have, have nicknames. That's funny. Uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? <laughs> well, 
like softball. <laughs> I think it's Wait, been done. Uh, what do you mean? I do that every <laughs> Thursday night. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, that's <laughs> fucking darts. I guess darts is like that too. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> fucking you and you, you the newfies in the darts. Bro. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, that's how you. That's how you guys kicked off the dust up podcast with talking about darts for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Because Lolly, Lolly talking about his goddamn it. 180. I still don't believe it. I'm still calling bullshit on that. <laughs> yeah. And, like we always go, I always play darts with him at his house, and I always beat him, and he always talks shit. I'm thinking, you know, I don't think you ever fucking beat me. <laughs> um, he's the same way with Hilly. Like he tells Hilly he, be- he beats everybody, and I think he take- takes on his own son Teddy who's too. So that's, that's he takes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! All right, uh, two more. If animals could talk, which would be the rudest? <laughs> Jesus! Fucking animals could talk. Probably a rooster. <laughs> that's, that's, a that's a good one, actually. Fuck a doodle, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one. Best item on the menu at the Goofy Noofy. Best item. Probably our lobster roll right now. That's actually really, really good. But our biggest seller is our fish and chips. We sell a ton of fish and chips. Nice. Is that right? Yeah, I would say our lobster roll is pretty good right now. Mm. Man, you guys, you guys posted the, the thing for Thursday Wings today, and I was like, Holy shit, those wings look amazing. That waffle sandwich? Yeah. Oh, the waffle sandwich as well. Yeah, Jesus. Long drive framer. Yeah, that's a long drive. (laughs) Yeah, fucking Uber won't go that far. No. (laughs) Have to quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All for a fucking waffle sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, let's start off your career. I mean, we're 17 minutes in now. Let's uh, let's get on your career. so, you know, tell us when and where you got your start in the game. Well, I was back home, back home in Newfoundland, and uh, I was young. Uh, like, you know, I used to be a bat boy for for my dad's team, and, you know, Sean and I have another brother, Mike, and we were all bat boys and stuff. And uh, we were always growing up around the field. And, um, like, my old man was a really good catcher back in the day, and well, he was a fireman, so he never really got to travel to play ball. Like, he traveled around the island, I guess, but uh, he never really left the province. And, um, so that's how we got into the game and started playing it. And it just took off from there, I guess. Like, yeah, it was, it was just fun. Like we grew up around it and, you know, you go camping in the summertime or whatever. Mm. And you always, you always played catch or you, you always came up with some kind of game. There's always a game of baseball or softball being played everywhere. And, and that, that was pretty much it. Yeah. How, how would you describe the landscape of fast pitch growing up in St. John's? Man, hockey was number one and ball was number two. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was it. Makes sense. And, uh, you know, like, if, say if lacrosse was back there, we I never even saw lacrosse until I moved to Ontario. And that's a phenomenal sport too, to be honest. But yeah. like, something like that would have would have took off a new terrain. Like you're allowed to cross check each other and smash <laughs> each other. Like, yeah. I think the ball would have stayed in center court. No newbies would have touched it. So so hockey I think was number one for sure. And uh and then ball, man, that, that had to be number two. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Actually you bring up that lacrosse, I bet you Frig, the National Lacrosse League would be fantastic at mile one, you know, if, you know, if it wasn't for COVID that happened, because it took right off here in Halifax. Yeah, like, it's it's good. I have a bunch of buddies here in town who, who they retired now, but they play for the Toronto Rock, and uh, oh, our wow. little town here that we were from, it's it's gigantic. Lacrosse here is massive. So we have, like, say, 30,000 people in two communities joined called Center Wellington, and we probably have 10 or 12 Guys here to play in the National Lacrosse League here. Jesus, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, it's it's a hotbed of, of lacrosse, and and our kids play it here. They all play it, and like it's, the moms are nuts in this. Like, because in hockey you think they're bad, but in this, like they're 
five years old, six years old, and they're allowed to kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> and the moms are yelling, get him, kill him. Right? And you're like, holy crap, this is nuts. And, and that's what it is. And then they go back to hockey, and the first week or two weeks in hockey, the kids are all doing the same thing, like kicking yeah. the shit out of each other. Yeah. Like, okay, you're not allowed to do it in hockey, but you're allowed to do it in the crowd. Yeah, yeah exactly. Jesus. Oh, crazy. That's awesome. Man, that's hilarious. So, so I mean, at what point, you know, growing up when you got to, onto, you know, Bantam and Midget, when did you, you know, start thinking, okay, this could be something, you know, I could do good at, you know, make a career of pretty much? You know, even back in that time, I just loved the game. So I didn't even think a career could be a part of fast pitch softball. I really didn't. Right. I just, uh, it was just, you know, I loved playing ball with my buddies. Uh, we were good at it. We were like, we were winning. And I said, that's always fun. And uh, then we went away to my first midget uh, Canadians. Or it, was, it was like, or it was Eastern Canadians. I think Bantam Eastern Canadians I went to. And that was in, in Antikanish. And then we ended up going midget. We ended up going to like the Canada Games year. Uh, we ended up going to Napanee. We won the midget Canadians there. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up doing the Canada Games and all that stuff. And, and I, I like when when the midget Canadians went on, we all got that was a year that our world junior team was picked in '93. So uh, we all got scouted, I guess there, and we didn't even know that was even happening. Like I had no idea there was a world junior program. Yeah, uh, I had had no idea they were even looking at us. We played the final game. We won it in Napanee had some fun and then we got a phone call saying hey are you guys able to stay in oshawa for the next week uh, it was me greg greg weber and mike tilly and we're like sure like doing what and they were like with the team canada tryout camp and uh we want to you guys invited to see what we can make a world junior team we're like oh that's pretty cool so we <laughs> ended up we ended up staying and then uh stayed there for a week and you know just after playing with with guys that that we thought were good ball players. Like my roommate at the, my first ever team Canada camp was Jody Ice. And uh, so, yeah, so Jody was like this little nerd with braces and glasses. Like, I was like, who's this little shit? And uh, <laughs> what did he play? <laughs> right? So, but he, he ended up making the team with me as well. And it, it was fun. So yeah. from there on in, that's when I realized those are actually there is more to the game yeah. than, than in Newfoundland and, and then like, I can go see the world. Like it was in New Zealand when we played it. So in February when the off season. So my first time leaving pretty much Newfoundland to, to go from one Island to another Island and their yeah. Island's a little warmer than ours. Yeah. Uh, it, it was fun. I got to say it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Where was that? That, that was, was 93. That was I, I was Robin, got, Robin Eisner. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Robbie yeah, was on the Robin team. Was on my team. Yeah, yeah okay. Was I, actually, I was gonna, I was going to talk about that. I mean, you know, you, you said it was in February. How crazy was that experience for you? You know, at, at that point in your life. Yeah, like, cause, uh, like we, we were right in the middle of our hockey season too, right? And, <laughs> oh, right, and, uh, yeah. We were playing, I was playing junior hockey back home and, and stuff, and we just had to back up and leave in the middle of the season. It's like the hockey team wasn't too happy because I had to leave, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. This, this is what I'm doing, playing from the country. And it was, it was pretty wild because Sean was still living home at the time too, so there was a place called Torbay Rec Center, and it was just minutes from our house down the road that – they had like a live batting cage there. You can go and throw, and uh, so him and I could go there pretty much every day and just throw and work wow. on some stuff. And then Abby, which Colin Abbott, like lived probably ten minutes from us, so Abby would yeah. do. So he would come down, and, and we we'd do like I'd throw him live BP. He'd throw me live BP back then. Cause Colin was on the first ever World Junior team that went that we knew that I heard about, yeah. and that was hosting in PEI. And then we were the next cycle. 
So uh, Colin was telling me about it, like what to expect and all this stuff. And, and it was pretty cool. Like he's the best here in the world at the time. And then I'm talking to him live BP. And, <laughs> and that, just, that just helped me. Like I'm, I'm trying to get him out and he's hitting rockets back at me and, and then I can strike this guy out or, or get him thinking at the plate. I think I'll do all right in this thing. Mm. So and it was fun. And having cool. Sean catch it for me was a bonus as well. Right? Oh, of course. Yeah. So uh, like uh, I, I watched the, uh, there's a video of, of the final, like, I guess highlights of the final game there mm-hmm. that, oh no, I guess it was when Robin got inducted. Yeah. We watched that the inductee. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. yeah. And, yeah. and that, uh, you know, just seeing the emotion you guys after winning it, I mean, that was crazy. It was amazing. So I can only imagine what you guys <laughs> we really, were going we through. We really had no idea. Like what the fuck was going on? And we were like, yeah. cause we're all 18, 18, maybe a couple of us are 19. And honestly, coming from Newfoundland and, and like we had to beat Japan in the morning. And uh, so I threw that game as well. And we beat Japan three to two. And hmm. Chris Ellis from uh, uh, from New Brunswick, sorry, Chris Gillis from New Brunswick hit three home runs in that game. And <laughs> so we beat Japan three to two. Jeez. And then I pitched, I pitched back to back. I pitched the final game uh, against New Zealand. And we won that one four or three in extra innings. And when we won, like we ran around like a, <laughs> a bunch of idiots like <laughs> what do we do now like what, what's next yeah and right it was, it was, yeah like and like I had to, I had to call home let him know I'm one and again like I'm on a pay phone and I, like I said I don't know what it fucking cost me about a hundred bucks or more just to make a phone call <laughs> say hey I'm in New Zealand with this one like this is awesome. yeah. And, uh, yeah it was it was a cool experience I wish I wish like back then because my family didn't go and they usually came to everything but that's the time someone said a lot of parents aren't going mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't, but it's one thing they really wish they would have watched. Yeah. Well. And I wish she had to be there to see it because it was, you know, all the shit they did for me growing up playing ball and taking me everywhere. I wish they had to be there for that one. It was yeah, pretty for cool. sure. For sure. Yeah, no doubt. So would Robin was the primary, primary catcher on that team, wasn't he? Yeah, him and another guy, Jeff Foster from uh, Napanee, but Robin caught most of the games. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, How'd you like throwing to Robin? He was good, man. Like, uh, he was small. He, yeah. was, he wasn't a very big guy, but uh, yeah. he received the ball really well and did his job, and uh, he, he was he was a good ball player. And there's another uh, uh, guy from Nova Scotia, too, um, Steve Johnson. Yeah, Steve oh, Johnson, Steve. right. Yeah, lefty. Yeah, yeah lefty. He, he, played, he played for us, too. And, yeah. um, again, like, after this was all said and done, like, Besides myself, Jody Ike, Rob Giesberg was there, uh, Ryan Brand pitched for a bit. Not too many guys out of the 18 players that went, there's probably five of us that end up playing after that. Yeah. Because like, Robin, didn't, Robin didn't play too, too long. He played, he maybe played one or two Canadians after that. Uh, Robin that played till 99. So, yeah. Really? That was, yeah. 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 Played that was his last, that, that was his last, last year. Yeah. 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 Like in like, but on the big circuit itself, like I thought, a lot more of those guys. Oh, for a lot sure. Of well, yeah. you would think a lot of them just just disappeared. And again, like families happen, you yep. know, like jobs, and that that's a priority. Like our game, you only, you only get so much out of it. That's right. Being a position player and all that stuff. So mm. I understand where they're all coming from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Now later on that year in the in the summer. You mentioned the Canada Games in Canloops. There, you guys would finish fourth. Uh, what do you recall? What do you recall about that event? That fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we were ranked number one going in, and uh, that was probably one of the highlights for me too, because I carried the flag for Newfoundland uh, for the Canada Games, walking in the opening ceremony. Nice, which is pretty cool. And uh, but you know, we were favored to win, and we we did. We liked out and around Robin. 
And then first game against PEI in the playoffs, we end up losing, I think, 2-1 or 3-2, uh, just on a couple of dumb plays that we made. And <laughs> then we were done. Out, out we were. We're like, oh, for fuck's sakes. I don't think a Newfoundland team has ever medaled at the Canada Games. And every year, the Newfoundland teams are, like, ranked one or two. Yeah, going ranked in. very high. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, wait a minute. 97. Did they win? My, did they win one in 97? The year I went, the year I went in 97, I think they won bronze. Is that the year? No, that was uh, God. I think the only guy still playing off the Newfoundland team from that year is Robbie Green. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, they beat us. They beat us out in the playoffs, and and they went on to uh, the bronze. So, fun fact. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like because Ontario was was ranked high too going that because we were supposed to be the one yeah. team going into it yeah because they had Robbie Schreier and they had Donnie Scott and a bunch of other guys and uh, yeah I think they finished maybe third or fifth I don't know what they finished either <laughs> they shit the bed too yeah actually t- t- I heard you mention on on Lolly and Hilly's podcast there Schreier didn't make the Team Canada in 93 no no that's no crazy that, that one because he was one of the best like junior pitchers back there, or sorry, midget pitchers in the day yeah. when we played. Like uh, the, all the Ontario team were, were good, and uh, I was surprised at that. And uh, it, it shocked me when he when I ended up seeing who made the team. Mm. And it was a like a mismatch of players from all over the country. And uh, yeah, Robbie, like he was one of the best ones at the time, and that one did shock me. I know he was playing major junior at the time too. Uh, right. That had a that had a big deal to do with it, right? Because he was playing in own town uh, for the attack. But I really don't know if that had an issue. But he, he should. I thought he should have been on the team. But you know mm-hmm. what? He wasn't there, and we ended up winning it. So yeah. I guess I can't change hey. what exactly were. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you, you win. You can't. You really can't say much. So <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on '96. Uh, you yeah. won national junior nationals with uh, Napanee in St. John's. Yeah. How cool was that? <laughs> it was cool. It was it was <laughs> it was really cool, and it was shitty at the same time. Like going back and playing in your home province with and with a team that were favored to win, and we we ended up did winning it. We had a really good team, uh, but Newfoundland had a good team as well. Like they uh, they deserved to be in the finals with us. They didn't. Uh, New Brunswick actually had a little bit of a run, and uh, we ended up playing them in the finals, but. Uh, Newfoundland, like I, how can I say, like they, they were pissed off. A lot of people were pissed off that I went away and played, and mm. I, I can understand why. Like a lot of people said, oh, you know, he took the money, he went there, he, he played this and played that, and you know what? Okay, it played a, a part in it, but it was just the, the factor of the amount of games that I played in Ontario and the caliber I played against. Right, and there's nothing against the caliber of Newfoundland players because there's just shit ton of good players back there that we're all playing against. But you're playing against the same guys over and over and over again, and it gets tiring. And so when and when I went to Ontario to play, like I, we were playing in the ISC Travel League in the senior division, and there was like 48 teams in the in that league, and I mean everybody had two pitchers. And good hitters. Like everyone had two dynamite pitchers that were number ones on any team. Yeah. And like we go to Tavistock for a weekend up here and all of a sudden we're facing Darren Zach or Brad Underwood. And uh, then we got Frank Cox going against him. And then we're going against uh, Byron DeMoe at the time. And uh, like there were so many guys that <laughs> could just throw. And we were like, holy fuck, man, we're, we're junior age. And, yeah. and we're, we're beating some of these teams. Like we're, we're, we're in the loop every every weekend. We're going to the playoffs, and that was pretty cool. So, see, dude, that, that was one of the main reasons why I left. 
Mm. And uh, going back home and playing in Newfoundland and winning in Newfoundland, again, once Newfoundland got knocked out, we were the fan favorites then. Right. Yeah. And, uh, they, they, they did everything for us. And uh, as much as they could cheer for me, they cheered for me. They cheered for Greg Weber played on the team. Yeah. Steven Jesso played on the team. And uh, it was just... It was fun. It really was. It was like I said. It was difficult at the start of it, but at the end of it, they're all cheering for us. The beer tent was on our side, and it, it was fun. It really was. Yeah. Listen, well, when you have the beer tent on your side, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no shit. doubt. It's against you. You're in trouble down there. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that remind me of Ona or. Oh yeah. nine in St. Thomas, Mike Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've had the beer tent against us a yeah, lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so I like playing in St. Thomas. That was fun. That was a fun team too. Yeah. 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 That was fun. What uh let's talk about your ISC career. Uh where was your first ISCs and, and who was that with? My first ISCs was in Sioux City, Iowa, and it was with DC Tire out of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, yeah. How'd that come about? I can't remember. You know what? I, I, I just moved to Ontario. Uh, moved up here just so I, could, I got tired of a three-hour flight from St. John's. And yeah. just got start playing. Uh, who was it? Denny Sela was the name of the guy who owned the team. And so he just reached out to me and, you know, he said, I'm out of Philadelphia. You haven't got to live here. I'll, you can fly in every weekend. Uh, because of the sound that we're going to play in the IC loop down here. I'm sure hey, I'll give it a shot. Why not? And, uh, so we end up kind of going down there for one year and, uh, then it just took off from there. I guess like other teams saw me and other people made some offers and off I went. Oh, right on. That's nice. I, I got to ask about, uh, playing with St. Joseph's. Uh, how long, when did you start with them? Jesus. I'm the Uh, I think 2001. Okay. There. Yeah. Cause you'd, uh, you'd win your first ISC all world with, with them in 2003. Yeah. So, so yeah. You, you were with them for a couple of years then. Yeah. Yeah. I was with them and those guys could play, man. Like the, <laughs> the definition of, of a, of a, I don't want to say redneck, but it's like <laughs> all those guys are wicked, man. Like if, if they could have wore overalls playing ball, they would. <laughs> <laughs> they were just, good old boys that just wanted to play ball and were very talented and nobody gave them, no one gave them credit for what they did. Like they won six ASAs in a row and they like, they could just play like Doug Middleton and got hit and pitch. And then you got hit Kerry Shaw and like Chris Miljavik played there with me. And, mm-hmm. uh, Michael White ended up playing there a bit with us. Uh, it was, yeah, the boys could play. They're, they're a really good team. I was going to ask you about Michael White. Like that must've been, pretty cool to you know to play a couple of years with with that guy because i mean he had a 20-year span of being an all-world at iscs from 84 to 2004 <laughs> so i mean like that's ridiculous now he he's the head coach of uh university of texas with the longhorns i mean that must have been you know fun to pick his brain it was, it was one of the highlights actually playing with whitey and i played with him a bunch of times and i guess like i said before he he was one of those guys like you know canadians talk to pretty much everybody but like with kiwis they stick to themselves and hey, good for them. like they, they keep it in house and uh but mike with whitey whatever team he was on he was there to win and didn't care who he was telling giving his information to he he wanted the best out of his teammates for that season yeah. and 
he would sit and talk with you, man, and, and try to help you out as much as he can. And he helped me out a lot. Like if when I was lazy on that mound, he I come in the dugout and he'd fucking give it to me. Like, hey, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Like I, I know you can like, and fuck then I felt bad. I was like, Yeah, fuck, I'm letting this I'm letting my teammates down, letting him down and I go out and throw better and we'd, we'd win the game and he said there you go i know i knew what you can do right and, yeah. and he helped me at the bat like he wasn't a hitter but he would pick pitchers and try to help everyone in the dugout as much as they can he'd even try to steal signs from the coaches like he he was all about it he was he, there's not one part of the game that he took off like he, <laughs> he never had an inning off he he just watched everything and, yeah. it was, and it was a pleasure to watch him like learn from him and and take those little trades that he had and try to help other guys when when he stepped away from it right it was he, he was a treat to play with. I really liked him. Oh, that's cool. I was, I'm, I'm wondering if he's uh, seeing any uh, girls down in the in the NCAA lifting her eyebrow for their changeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. That's thing. Like, and that that's the thing with with him down there, and 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 the girls' program's amazing. But I, I don't think they look at that stuff because they're so by the book. And then yeah, uh, true enough. Like like they not to say they don't want to cheat or anything, but man, they're not cheating. You're not trying. No, you, fuck I no. know what's coming. Yeah. yeah, if I know who's who's thrown and he, I know what he's throwing me. That's my advantage, and they should do. I, I probably what he does. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to say he's using Astros down there and in the garbage cans, but like uh, he's he's probably he has every kid picked down there for sure and trying to help his hitters as much as he can. Mm-hmm. And then now it's up to them to hit us. Like you yeah. know what's coming, it's up to you what you want, what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Hey, actually, I, he's one. He's one guy I would love to get on the podcast. And, you know, just shoot the shit with him and he doesn't like you apparently he, how do you know i just put the gas he wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh i want to ask about the uh the 2009 isc's the year before you'd win it you ended up playing with dominican republic how did that come about <laughs> <laughs> it was uh wow that would come about because kelly mcgiffin was a he's a good friend of mine he's a good coach and uh, I ended up playing with SoCal Bombers the year before, and Kelly was there with me. So Kelly ended up coaching the Dominican team. Like, you know, Frankie Prez? Remember Frankie Prez? Yeah. yeah. So Frankie, I played with Frankie with the Heflin Builders like a bunch of times. And Frankie's from Dominican, right? And Frankie was like huge, huge baseball player. Played the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, uh, well, he, he was third base. Ozzy Smith was a shortstop. And, uh, like Frankie was a big deal in the Dominican San Domingo. Mm-hmm. And so he wanted to put a, a team like a ball team because he, he knew they had the talent to play. Like they, they could all play defense like crazy, man. Like the defense was amazing. And uh, they're hitting once they got the knowledge of hitting, like they could all hit, but they were striking out a lot. They were swinging from their ass. Like it was all show for mm-hmm. those guys. But once they found out how to play the game, they were good ball players. Yeah. So anyway, so Kelly, Kelly got me down there. Kelly, Frankie got Kelly to coach and he wanted a couple other players down there. Like Ryan brand went down there. Um, Colin McKenzie Schreier. So it was just, you know what? I, I trusted Kelly and mm-hmm. he, uh, he made like, they, again, they made an offer to me to go down and play and travel. And, and it was, it was, I did it for two years. So it was fun. Like we supposedly be out of New York. That's where they wanted to base themselves, but right. they end up pretty much being out of New, out of Dominican. Like we went to Dominican three times, played down there and it's hot as balls. I down can there. imagine. Like, Jesus imagine. Christ. Right, Jesus. Yeah. Like in July and, and June's up playing down there. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was insane, but you know, all said and done when the game's over, like 
out comes the, the music, the, the stereos are playing, there's chicken, <laughs> rice, and beans, everyone's dancing. I was like, President Days. Damn straight. <laughs> it was fun. Oh, yeah, and they would, they, they would put us up at a resort. That's where we'd stay. Oh, man. So, yeah. And the first time we showed up there, so my wife was with me. And so, you know how you get off a plane and you're in the jetway, whatever. Mm. So we're all standing there and Frankie said, Hey, pass me your passports. I was like, all right. So I give Frankie my passport and this guy meets us. And you know how, like where they take the extra baggage and there's like a little stairway you can go down. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Frank, Frankie takes us down that way. And this guy leads us out and we, you know, you go to Dominican or these countries where you got the tourist country and the cattle line going into customs. Yeah. We did not go through any of that stuff. Oh, we, really? There was a white van picked us up at the side. No one knew we were in the country, I don't think. <laughs> like our bags were waiting for us in, in there. They had cold beers waiting for us. Jesus. Frankie had our passport later. We're like, what the fuck? Where are we right now? Like, who are these people? <laughs> and it was, it was pretty neat, though. I was there. Like, they treated us like royalty. It was oh, really that's good. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it was, we had an armed guard with us everywhere we went, though. Like, oh, on our yeah. bench, there was there was guys, there were guns, and just to make sure we were all safe. And I was, I was like, holy Christ. Like, the first batter I faced, I drilled him. I was there like, oh, fuck. Oh, I'm going to get shot. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. looking, looking around, head on a swivel. Like, yeah. oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there like, it's not going to end well. <laughs> but they were all good guys. There, there were some really good ball players. Like, Sammy Sosa was down there playing for a bit. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and he was friends with uh, with Frankie. Oh, cool. So, like, you can, wow. yeah, you go out and have, like, he would hang out at the ballpark with you, have a couple of beers with you after, and it, it was it was amazing. It was, was he a good guy? Good. Really good guy. Oh, that's like, cool. Like, yeah, and there's a couple of them. Like, David Ortiz, I never never saw him, but he came out after. Manny Ramirez came out and tried to play, uh, but I wasn't there for those two. Like, yeah. I, I, was there, I was there with Sammy Sosa was there. Oh, that's cool. Jeez. Hope he would have loved Martinez and Ortiz. He's, yeah. a, he's a Red Sox fan. And Sammy Sosa's white now, isn't he? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> he's a new Michael Jackson. <laughs> Something like Apparently. that. Yeah. Something weird. Uh, shit. Well, I have a question about Dominican. Did they make you mule back cocaine in your ass cheeks or anything? Because it sounds like <laughs> you went through no customs lines and the white van and guns. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> that's what I thought I was doing. I better check my bag. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. Was, yeah. yeah. Tell, tell Beck, is your bag? Check your bag there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my baby powder. Uh, protein powder. Oh, Brian oh, Be like Erky. Erky, yeah. Did you, did you hear about that? <laughs> no. Holy yeah. frig. What was it? Was it, Where was the Erky at? Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. And, and uh, he was down there playing with the music. No, with Jeff Cameron. Yeah. Oh, sorry, with Jeff Cameron. Yeah. And uh, he, he was down there and uh, <laughs> got on, started working out and had protein powder in the tub but then <laughs> yeah. went when to bring it back bag, yeah. he put it in in baggies you know <laughs> in his luggage in his luggage <laughs> and then tried to come back with it <laughs> needless to say he got and he's running the fucking moose heads right now <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah oh <laughs> yeah. uh, shit good for you Erky. I mean, the, yeah. the hunters in London love hearing that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no doubt. oh shit yeah, it's good times anyway uh 2010 ISC world champ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How special was it to win it? You know, of course win it, but you know, to win it with your brother as well. Probably one of the biggest highlights of my life. Cause, uh, like even when we were younger, uh, just, we wanted to win our, our thing back in the day was like, we want to win a Canadian championship. Right. right. And cause we didn't really know there was a world championship. Like come from Newfoundland, like all we thought was there was a Canadian championship. That's it. And, uh, so when we got on the scene and, 
we started traveling and he started traveling as well, playing for different teams. We always played against each other, never really hooked up for uh, an ISC season. And uh, again, played against them for 15, 16 years. And then all of a sudden we like, you know, Christmas time, we were saying one year, like, we don't do this soon. It's not going to happen. It's got to happen, man. And, uh, and we both agreed. And Jarvis, we were going to actually both sign with, um, Oh, Aspen out in, uh, Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then they end up folding. So it was going to be me and Sean and, and, um, Folkart was going there, and uh, Nick Shields. There was a bunch of us going out there. They're and okay. Aspen in the. <laughs> yeah, they're not bad ball players. No, not too bad. And then Aspen in the fold. So then we're like, like, this is the last minute thing too. We're like, then we're scrambling. We're like, what the fuck? Like, what's going to happen here? Where are we going to go? Yeah. And then Jarvis got involved with with Doc with Broken Bow. So Doc had a few players like. Uh, Rona and uh, Benny Anoka. Uh, so there was a couple of players there he had. We had our still our four or five crew that we wanted to stay together, but where are we going to go? Yeah. And then Jarvis had like uh, Ian Fairman, a uh, couple other players. And so we're like, and then Dave Anderson got involved as well. And then Timmy McCumber was there with, with Dave. And mm-hmm. so we ended up pretty much pulling everything together and we said well let's see what we can come up with she's almost like and the perfect it was, storm <laughs> it was like it was a last minute team thrown together and the team was pretty fucking good don't get me wrong yeah. and, and we ended up winning the world that year and then that, that was one of the biggest highlights of my career was winning a world championships with sean and yeah. then pretty much we we both retired after that like uh i played a little bit in 2011 with jarvis when they were in ontario and they were like short players mm-hmm. I probably played four or five weekends with him and uh, just had fun with it and knew I wasn't committed because yeah. at that time, like the restaurant was getting busier and yeah. like, the kids were getting a little older. They were in stuff and I, just, I had to make that choice. Like I, I left the game before the game left me. I yeah. didn't want to, I didn't want to be there when some young kids are pounding the shit out of me up the middle and yeah. and, and I'm, I'm striking out more than I'm hitting. And I, that's not, not what I wanted to do. Right? I don't want to leave when I know I can still play and, Call it a day. Oh, good for yep, you. Really That's sure. good, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to touch on Team Canada quickly here. Uh, yep. What was it like, you know, for you to get word that, you know, you'd be putting on the red and white to represent the country? Anytime you get that call, it is amazing. Yeah. It really is. Um, and again, being there with my brother on that level, like shooting up with him, you know, wearing the red and white, our names are on the back, you're your flag is on the front and that's the main thing that you, you play for. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, it was quite amazing. And even like, even going to camps, hope you've been to a camp, haven't you? Like, uh, no, fuck camp? no, man. No, I, was oh, I thought you were, I, I, I should have been, I probably should have been. No, I never, but, uh, but like, it, it was fun. Like even going to all these camps, even starting at developmental camps and going to like the big camps, uh, it, it was an honor playing with all the guys in, in your country that they thought at the time were the best. And, and traveling and just the friends that you meet everywhere, man. It's really cool. The bond is, is always there. Like, you know, with mm-hmm. Tino and then Tosh and, and then Corey grew and Todd Martin and, and you can go on and on and on. There's so many players that I'm probably missing, and, mm-hmm. but we're friends for life now, right? Like you, yeah. you just give them a shout out of the blue or bump into them somewhere. And you're like, Oh fuck you. You can sit and talk for hours. Yeah. yeah that, that's that's awesome. what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, any, any big, any big moments stick out for you with the, with the team? Uh, 
of big moments. They're, they're, you know what? They're all big moments to me, to be honest. Yeah, uh, true enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, any, any, anytime you go somewhere, like, you know, here's one time we went to Mexico and we were playing in Hermosillo and like we had to go to Vegas. So we're in Vegas like for two and a half weeks training in Vegas at the UNLV campus. Oh, what a sense. And then we ended up, <laughs> yeah, man, was, that was tough. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the, the heat in Vegas, the heat in Vegas was like 140 degrees. It was fucking awful. Jesus. And then we're training every day. So they finally give us a day off. I said, let's go out. And I was like, holy fuck. So <laughs> I ended up putting a new pyramid. I, I put on a new pyramid on the Luxor farm because the money I lost that night was insane. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the next day, like we went out and partied up like crazy. And then they surprised us with a five mile run along the track of UNL, UNLV campus. Well, we all fucking died. Like it was Jesus. awful. <laughs> uh, Bongo's out there. He's got towels and water and we're fucking huffing and puffing. Like, me and Timmy McCumber were like, we're going to die, man. Like this is yeah. going to happen tonight. Like this is not good. You're trying to run around that. Going to Mexico and playing down there. Oh, it was fucking awful. And we had the, and then UNLV, like they had the track people out there running too. And they're, they were lapping us like four times. So our one, we're like, Oh, like, who are these fat guys running around, around the field? These yeah. guys running around with guest jeans on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just coming in from the bar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, That's for you, Lolly. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, he wouldn't know what they were anyway. No, no. He, no, guess. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so you've won eight Canadian senior Nats. Is there yep. is there one that stands out, you know, as your favorite? Again, they're all big. They're all big moments. But the first one was probably pretty big in 2000 when we won it with Old Sound. Uh, Frank was the guy at the time, right? Like mm-hmm. Frank Cox, I was a young guy coming up. And Frank went out and threw one pitch and got hurt. And yeah. so I, I pitched 10 games straight after that. <laughs> and, uh, it was my first MVP winning the Canadian the senior men's. And, uh, we ended up winning it there in in Saskatoon. And it was, that was one of my, that was the start of it, right? It was the big eye opening thing when to myself saying like, fuck, you can do this, man. Like you, you can, you can compete, compete at this level. You can, you know, have, try to have some success and, you know, follow, follow your, your dreams, follow your goals. <laughs> and play with good teammates, you know, like no matter where you go, no matter who's pitching, if I'm pitching out there and I'm I'm throwing whatever I'm throwing, I got to have guys on my team that can hit as well. Right. Like without, without those guys, I'm nothing as well. So, and that's what it came down to. So you, you, you follow your, like surround yourself with with good players and and good guys and good coaching staff. And and you, you, you would have done well in the game. That's what we did. Yeah. That's cool. Now was that the Nats where uh, Frank was pitching and Sean come out and, Asked him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was that like, Tell that story again, because that's I forget yeah, to laugh well, my ass out. <laughs> well, because Adam Smith was tearing the cover off the ball, and we're only playing at the time five inning games because it rained the the night before. I mean, I don't know how they got the ballparks ready out there, mm-hmm. and it was it was televised on uh, Sportsnet. So at the time, we were supposed to have double life, but they ended up saying, okay, because if Sportsnet's going to televise it one game that's it we're like no fuck all right sure as long as we're on tv who cares yeah uh, <laughs> so uh we're out there and so i'm i'm thrown this one ended up going seven innings this game actually sorry so uh and in the fifth inning or six whatever it was and i'm out of gas now like i'm they're starting to hit me and i'm thinking all right i'm, I'm done i know i'm done so frank comes in and adam smith's up man on second and third and it's four three game so Frank, it's a, I don't know, it was a full count or two, two count, whatever. So Frank 
you know, after huffing and puffing, Sean calls Tyron, goes out and talks to him. Says, all right, Coxie. And he goes, Smitty's sitting over there right now. Can you throw a rise ball by him? And Frank looks at him and goes, yeah, I, th- I think I can. All right, great. And Sean goes back in, looks at him, called the drop ball outside. Frank throws it, strikes him out. Comes back in, Frank looks at him and says, why would you come out and ask me? Like, I can throw a rise ball by him and you didn't call it. Because you didn't fucking convince me. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> then he did. Like, so then he fucking drew a, drop, drew, a, drew a drop ball by him. Coxie still tells the story, too. Like, that's I'm, wicked. Don't talk to me about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's what makes Sean so good. In this yeah. Too. Like, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, he's controlling yeah. the game. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 Like, he, he remembers what Smitty was hitting and, and he remembers how Frank could throw a pitch. Like, Frank was known for a rise ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being mean, mean on the mound, like, Frank threw that rise ball well. And he didn't start throwing a drop ball until he start, Sean started catching for him. Then all of a sudden, Frank became a two-pitch pitcher instead of a one-pitch pitcher. Yeah. Right, his changeup sucked. He never did ever throw one of those. Yeah. But, uh, he, but he threw hard, man, and he was mean out there. So and and <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a lot of guys who probably want to drill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, for sure. Now, uh, geez, I hear dogs barking. <laughs> oh, yeah. My little, little dogs. <laughs> Some of them at the door. <laughs> so, I don't hear them anymore. You and... Uh, you and Sean actually got to play nationals with the Brookfield Elks in in 04. 2004, yeah. How uh, yeah? How was that experience for you? You know what? I loved it. I really did. Any team I went to play for, I loved playing for the for the new yeah. guys there who who didn't have a sh- have a shot out of Canadians before. Like that was that was your goal. You always wanted to bring them to to the finals to dance, see what happens. But it's one one thing I regret because two or in July we're at two weeks before the ICs there was a stupid developmental camp for like the younger guys coming up for team Canada. And it was in Kitchener in Waterloo, whatever. And I only lived like 20 minutes from it. And New Zealand was on a tour. So, uh, Smitty called me and asked me to go pitch there for a night. Like we need some pitching. I was there. Yeah, sure. I got nothing else to do. I'll, I'll go over and pitch and fucking two innings in, I tear my groin. I mean, I, it was fucking awful. Uh, so they worked on me. It was two weeks before the ICs. I'm playing with circle tap and I'm thinking, Oh, fuck man. I, this is what we play for. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to pitch. So I mean, I was getting therapy for two weeks straight from like the doctors and, and bongos with me the whole time. And, and then like during, during uh, the ICs, bongos actually, he was our team scanner trainer and uh, he was working with broken bow at the time. And so we were staying at the same hotel as Circle Fat and Broken Bow, so I actually got permission from Doc Simmons for Bongo to work on me all week. So during that, I was taped up, man, like it was crazy, and I tried to pitch through it, didn't didn't work. Then I ended up going to Canadians with you guys, and no one knew that I had a still torn crowing. Sean knew. So I was, <laughs> Sean knew he was the only one who knew, and yeah, and fuck and that that's the only regret i wish i had a mulligan i could redo that one and be healthy and, and play for you guys yeah see yeah. what would have see what would have happened because going into it i know it wasn't at 100 percent. like i was probably 70 at most yeah and just trying to fight through it and it was it sucked like we lost a couple of games to people we should not have lost to and yeah that's right yeah. that was my fault right the, i know jarvis i'm fucking game bugs me more than anything uh Cormier hit a home run off me and beat us. And I was like, that fucking shit never happened. Right? <laughs> Nothing against him. He's a good guy. I ended up playing with him. He's a pretty good hitter, but that shouldn't happen. I, at that time, like, I, I was dumb. I, I threw pitches I shouldn't have thrown. Yeah. So that's one thing I regret is is that weekend. I wish I was healthier to play. Yeah. Well, it was good having you there. I remember you, the both of you. You're both good guys, so I can't say anything 
bad about you, that's for sure. Except that you had a <laughs> shitty fucking groin on you. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, Robbie, I want to ask you. I can ask yeah. you a question. I, I, for some reason, and I mentioned this before on the podcast, I remember you having a glove that had long ass strings hanging off of it. Am <laughs> yeah. I right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a glovesmith. I had it made for me. So uh, I knew I. It looked like a big fucking octopus, like big yeah. pieces on it. Yeah, Because yeah. we, I think we Little faced things. you. Might have been in St. Thomas when you had that glove. Oh nine. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know what? Mission complete because. I made people can focus on other things than the ball. That's oh yeah, what I really wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. And then that's there. That people people that talk about like that glove. Like, why are the strings so fucking long? Yeah. Going, well, because I got you talking about it. That's the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, I was yeah. looking at the ball coming out of your hand. I was looking at your fucking glove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, was, that was one of the main reasons why I got it so long. It's true. Oh, and it'd wow. be like flicking back and forward, like like dreadlocks on yeah. top of my glove. Yeah. Man, I should start doing that in our shooters league. <laughs> You're lucky just to <laughs> show up. For it's, it's too late for you, farmer. I know. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, back to the to nationals. I wanted to ask, uh, how proud are you of the guys back home in Newfoundland? You know, for the run they're currently on right now. It's impressive. You know, like uh, no matter who you put on the field, you got to win, right? And uh, for them to win that many straight and like people say now, and, and a lot of people are saying, oh, the talent is watered down and they're all on one team and this and that. You know what? But there's been so many years prior where Newfoundland didn't win fuck all, right? And because all the players left. And now they're all back playing at home. They're all staying at home. And good on them. Like, they're good ball players. They've they've all stuck together. They have the sponsorship now to help them. And it's, it's quite impressive what they do, right? And and now other players are wanting to go there and play with them in the Canadians. Like, you see LZ play there. You see Ian Fairman play there. Mm-hmm. Uh, right? Like, it's it's good good for them. I, I give them all the kudos in the world, and it's and it's impressive the run that they they've been on, and like even Lolly the runs he was on there like one year. What did he have like eleven home runs or something? Stupid? We're not or, talking about Lolly. Yeah, Bobby. we're not allowed to talk about Lolly anymore. <laughs> we always okay. fucking talk but, about Lolly. Yeah, Fredericton. It, it was run. eleven. Bang, bang bang. It was eleven. It was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. Like. Yeah. Fuck! Yeah. I can't believe that even happened. Like that's shut up, shut up. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I love you, Lolly, but fuck yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, not pumping his tires. I know, right? Him, like Jesus, yeah. Robbie beat you in darts. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. But would you? Would you? Everybody beat him in darts. Would you attribute the uh, like for the, the development factor with with the noose over there, the St. John Senior Men's League? Would you attribute that to it? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like even back in the day. Like when I was the Canada Games team, I actually played five leagues. Like that was the thing about Newfoundland ball. Like if you were good enough to play, they let you play it. Yeah. So I was playing in the St. John Senior League. I was playing in the Senior B League, the Senior C League. Uh, I played uh, what or mid or sorry Canada Games team, and I played junior. And like honestly, I was like I was probably pitching two, maybe three games a night, and I loved this. I was there. Fuck, that's all I want to do. Yeah. And. It was quite like, you know, when I played senior A, I got my ass handed to me or some games I won. And mm-hmm. all the other games, I, I, I work on stuff. Like I just try to get stronger. And I, to me, I love hitting too, right? So the more bats I was getting, I wanted that as well. Instead of instead of now playing 30 games or 35 games in a season, I was playing my 80 games, but I was playing them all in, in one nice. Yeah, really. It was great. And that was the thing about Newfoundland ball. Like softball Newfoundland let, guys like us do that yeah. and that's a difference between i don't know if nova scotia does that or not but i know in ontario 
here. Like my son, he's 13, like he's six, two one. He's a giant and he's, he's a, a really good ball player and he's a lefty. And he, uh, right now they're letting him, like he plays in the, there's a Ponsonby league that's called his team. That's where he plays close to us. But he, he's only allowed to play for the 13 year olds, right? The 13 or 14 oh, yeah. or whatever. They're allowed to yeah. play. So he's stuck with that one team. And I'm just saying, if he's good enough, like let him play to the extra level and then come back and play with his buddies as well. But mm-hmm. it's one thing they don't do up there. Like they just keep them all in the U14s or the U15s or whatever. And they don't let them explore how they can play and see what they're all about. But mm-hmm. Newfoundland does. Newfoundland lets you go, man. And if you're, if you're not good enough to play it, well, you're not good enough to play it. But if you are, they let you. And I, I, I respect that. Yeah, for sure. The other thing about Newfoundland is there's such a, a passion for the game. I find anyway, with the guys that we've always competed against, there's never like a, just a guy out there fucking around. Like those guys are hardcore, want to win and they work at it all winter too, which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah. Kind of what we're trying to we implement. Do. But yeah. And that, that stems from back in even the older days. Like when I was a kid playing and watching our parents grow, like those guys were passionate. Like again, like sixteen league, whatever it was. Yeah. They play each other nonstop. They're all buddies off the field, but they fucking hated each other on the field. <laughs> they were, they were so they were yeah. so passionate about the game and they they bled ball and you know, mm-hmm. they, they loved it and, and it just we grew up in that and then the younger guys followed us do that and it was just like nobody wanted to lose. Mm-hmm. And again, like what Ward Goss, like fuck you face Ward Goss. 60 times a year, right? But Gossie still wanted to win. You still want to hit a home run off him. Like, yep, that's the way yeah. it was. Like, it didn't matter who was pitching and who was out there that given night. You wanted to win. And yep. every newbie's the same way. Yeah. Right? There was, you got up and you swing from the ass. There was no bunting, right? You bunted, you got drilled. It's <laughs> like, it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. But it was, that's the way it was. Yeah, yeah. A lot of passion back there for the ball. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, that's a, yeah, I'd say that's the reason why they're on the run they're on because, yeah. you know, there was a little hiccup yeah, in sure. that run, wasn't there? Uh, 2017. I, I think, think so. We the Mastodons Mast- Mast- <laughs> might've won. But, uh, <laughs> the one Aussie too. <laughs> yeah, sir. Yeah. Good old Nicky on your team too, didn't Fucking you? Fucking right. Yeah. He's yep. fantastic. He was, uh, he was a Nova Scotian uh, for that week. Yeah. He was sure. His accent. It's a Nova Scotian accent. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mate. Yeah. We all we all say mate down here. <laughs> Perfect. He's yeah. one of my good buddies too. Oh, he's a beauty. Hey, I, I unreal. See, I see. I see Nikki a lot. Like Nikki and and Lolly, I, I see him a ton. Like, oh, that's every good. chance we get together, we all we all get together. That's nice. So it's fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, let's do uh, the last. Uh, section here of the uh, podcast are you gonna hit a button to start it or no, uh, no. come on man. <laughs> just wait I'll wait till i say it i mean we haven't taped anything yet wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. yeah we gotta start this over i'll press it I'll press okay it. what's wait. this one do that's that's like a wrap okay all right anyway <laughs> welcome back <laughs> it's called uh player association i'm gonna throw it a name to you and uh yep. you say as much or as little about them as you want okay all right i'm gonna start with uh you talked about them on the with Lolly and Hilly there, uh, Denny Brocker. You know what? He was uh, like a, a second father to me. He really was. Uh, I loved it. Loved the guy. He um, he did a lot for me. If it wasn't for Denny, I wouldn't have what I have today. Like just, you know, my restaurant, my my home, uh, my family. Like you know, he he brought me back to reality. Like uh, I was a young kid playing with him. You know, full of piss and vinegar on the road, doing stupid shit all the time. And he was my roommate, <laughs> like Denny and I room like for seven or eight years. It was crazy. And it was, you know, he brought me back to, 
to reality and and I can thank him for everything. Like he was he was a great man. I, I miss him to this day. Like uh, my birthday's June sixth. He was June fifth, and we always celebrated it together. Like wherever we were on the road, and uh, he was a great dude. I, I love him. He was a really nice guy. Right on. Uh, next is uh, Don Garvey. Don Garvey. Well, that's a name out of the <laughs> Gar was a great guy. Man. I love Gar. Uh, man, like being from Wisconsin, um, you know, like uh, just a good dude. Like he, he would play anywhere. Um, you put him on shortstop one game, he'd play it. If you caught, he would, he would catch. Uh, put him on first, like he even told Garv, Garv, you got to pitch tonight. So he'd say, fuck it, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he was a great guy. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Okay, didn't he? He won all world the year you got your your first all world, or no, the year you got all world with uh, Circle Tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garvin's yeah. a great dude. Like he he was a big baseball player. They all were actually him and Crystal Arwell as well. And uh, but just a, a happy go lucky guy and uh, loved the game as well. He was just a really good dude. Excellent, excellent. Uh, next is uh, Colin Abbott. Oh, Abby, one of the best to ever played a game, and I can't see anyone. Man, like you know, okay, I don't want to talk about Lolly, but you know what Lolly did, it was amazing. But Abby did it every year, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, every time he came to the plate, he was a threat. And no matter what you wanted to throw to him, he pulled it. Like it could be a foot outside or two feet outside, he was still pulling over second baseman's head, <laughs> killing the first baseman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> His his swing was just locked in and amazing guy. You know, he, again, he uh, he mentored a lot of us newfies. Yeah, we all looked up to him. He was the first one to leave, and uh, there was no looking back. And for for him and and for what he did, like traveling from Newfoundland, just even to this date, still like yeah. good on him, man. I I couldn't do it. Like uh, that three hour flight to St. John St. John's Toronto to wherever the hell he had to go. Uh, Good on him. I, like, still, what a great dude, and still probably the best hitter ever play our game. Yep, 100%. absolutely. One thing I took from his podcast, I remember, was when he said, when a pitcher got one on him, he said, fuck you, you're not getting the next one on me. <laughs> and yeah. and no. he would fucking hit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, he just had that attitude. You never threw Colin the same pitch twice. No, no. If you if you got him on a low rise inside, you're saying, oh, good on that. I'm not throwing that there again because he's going <laughs> to hit it 600 fucking feet. Yeah. Like, or he's going he's gonna to kill my first baseman, one or the other. Yeah. Right? yeah. And there's one thing with Abby, too. I never threw the ball down the middle. I don't care if I walked him. I told Abby, I'll walk you four times a game. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'd rather you walk than you hit one up the middle at me. So yep. there was never ever one. There was never in the middle of play. He was either on the black on one side or on his hands on the other side. Yeah, I was never putting anything down the middle to him because he would have killed you. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, two more here. Unfortunately, yeah. I have to. I have to say, Steve Malali, you can oh, you can shit on him as much as you want. Talk about darts. Or something. No, I, I love to do it. He's one of my best buddies. <laughs> you know what he, he is? He's like he's like another one of my kids to be honest like yeah, yeah. i had him I had him when he was so young and like he he lived with us when he was really young and uh and he lived with me again when he was a little older and he's fucking still living with me he's always up here yeah i feel like i gotta give him allowance all the time for crazy <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a good dude like a, oh, i love awesome. him. jane his wife and teddy like uh yeah. man I, I can't say anything bad about these guys i love them to pieces i'll do anything for him and I know he's the same way. He would say the same about me. That's uh, awesome. Just a genuine, genuine, great guy. That's wicked. Absolutely. Last on the list, uh, you might be familiar with him, Sean O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you got to hit that You button. know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, just 
grateful for everything he did for me uh, growing up, you know, keep me in check. He's three years older than me, um, you know, showing me the ropes on, on the road when I was first going and, you know, just, just being the big brother that I need him to be when I need him to be that big brother. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he was a teammate when I need him to be that teammate. And he, he knew the difference. He knew when to talk to me one way and knew when he could talk to me a different way. Right. And and we had our ups and downs. We really did. Like one time we had a fist fight on, on the field too. <laughs> <laughs> like Jody, I came out and the uncle goes, what do I do? Just, Jody was letting finish. Fuck, let him go. <laughs> wait, what? Tell, okay, wait. Yeah. I need to hear this one. <laughs> what? Well, two of us were arguing about. He, he wanted me to throw a rise ball. I didn't want to throw it. He, uh, I wanted to drop ball or vice versa, whatever. We were arguing back and forth, and I said, "Fuck you! I'm not throwing it." He said, Fuck you! You're throwing it. So then he came out. And me, we're pushing each other, and, we, and then we end up getting a little fight out there and down the mound. This was in, ugh, in junior or Stitzville, wherever the fuck it was. I can't remember now. <laughs> But Jody Ike was there and he helped. He goes, what are we doing? Jody goes, let him finish. I'm not getting in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's wicked. <laughs> what was the other team thinking? Like, they must have been like, what they, the they, were, they thought we were nuts. They were like, who the fuck are these two guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy didn't want to get in the bat. He goes, no, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I don't fucking blame him. <laughs> oh, <that's awesome. laughs> yeah. But yeah, Sean, he's best catcher, best receiving catcher in the game. Best catcher. Like, you know, was there a couple other catchers who would probably hit better than Sean? Yeah, probably. Mm. But, uh, there was another. There was no doubt in my mind. There wasn't a, wasn't a better catcher in the game than him. Mm-hmm. That's wicked. Right on. I, you know what? That's a that's a good way to end her. Right there. It sure is. Brotherly love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For yeah. sure. Yeah. I'll get mom crying on that one. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mom, yeah. it's okay. Obi, I got to thank you for coming on, man. This is you know this has been a treat to be able to sit down and you know talk about your career and you know finally get to shoot the shit with you. Man, I appreciate it too, guys. And what you're doing is amazing. Like you're, you're bringing a little bit of life back to our game and, uh, you know, you're doing a lot on all aspects. You're doing the women's program. You're doing a little bit of everything with, with the game of softball itself. So what two of you guys are doing is amazing and, uh, keep up all the good work, fellas. It's, it's impressive. Hey, thanks, Obi. Stay safe and uh, best of luck with your restaurant and your family and, uh, hope to see you sometime at a round of ball field. No problem. No problem, guys. And same to you. Keep safe and hey, yeah, hopefully we'll have a beer soon. Sometime Absolutely. soon. Sooner than later, I hope. Yes, hopefully. Absolutely. Be. All right. Take thanks care, for bro. coming on, man. Not a problem, guys. Thank you. Take care. Awesome. Steve Malali Show. <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> the Steve Malali Show. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. I love that. Yeah. That was great. What a great guy, man. Oh, you know what? It it's funny. I mean, we we talk about the news all the time and everything. I mean, Robbie's been out in Ontario forever now. Yeah. But, you know, he still has the, the Newfie in him, obviously. Oh, my God, yeah. The goofy Newfie. Yeah. But, uh, yes, boy. yeah, and just to get to talk to him, and I mean, I've looked up to him for years now because yeah. he was, you know, before me. Yeah, exactly. And to be able to sit down and talk to him, man, it's, it's just great, you know. We talk about it all the time on here to be able to talk about, talk to these guys and that they're like our buddies. Yeah. It's, yeah. Man, it's just awesome. It's wicked. Yeah. So wicked. I sure hope that things work out for him. Like with the whole COVID situation, in his restaurant cause yeah. he has a good thing going there. It's just this whole fucking thing is yeah. probably playing havoc with his head, but no doubt he's got a great attitude. He's, I mean, he's done a lot in life as far as ball. So he's yeah. a winner. He always has been. I'm sure he'll pull out of this one yep. easily. Absolutely. Yeah. Good dude. Good guy. 100%. I think we got to get Sean on. Why is... What the fuck's that? Why is Susan Carter calling me? Who's Susan Carter? I think that's Lyle Carter. Hang up. 
Oh, no, answer it. Oh, what the? <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> hey, it's Lyle here. How are you? <laughs> I love those fucking buttons. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if Lyle saw that picture I posted with the 1963. Oh, yeah, that's that's why he's calling you. He's probably like, yeah. He, Robert probably called him and said, Dad, <laughs> Randy posted this picture on uh, on uh, all social media. That's exactly why he's calling. 100%. Yeah, that's cool. That's He'd cool. actually be a fantastic guest, wouldn't he? Well, would yeah, he would. He might be a Peach's kind of guest because he would talk a lot. But Shit, I think he'd, he'd be a great guy. He was Actually, one of well, the- Yeah, we should reach out to him too. Yeah. For sure. Not right now because no. we'd be here till midnight, but- uh, yeah. yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> anyway, Randy, uh, great job again. And I want to commend you on the, the amount of downloads that our podcast is receiving. Yeah, you cool, put man. a lot of time into this. I'm kind of like the guy in the background here. I know I, I don't get to do any of the girl stuff because you won't allow me to come on for some strange reason. No, you can definitely come on. <laughs> you can. I don't know if it's a good idea. <laughs> I'm scared for the girls, yeah. actually, if you came on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. I'll drink a bunch of cough medicine before I come on. <laughs> get that tunnel vision, like, calm down. Why is this guy swearing so much? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I got to say that this is the most I swore on a podcast. Actually, you swore quite a bit. I'm a little bit upset about it. Well, you, well you're taking know. away from what I do. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Oh, he's like dropping F-bombs. I'm like, fuck. Oh, oh. Obi was dropping F-bombs too. Uh, is that Susan Carter again? That's Lyle Carter, I think. Calling your other phone. Yeah. What are you, a drug dealer? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know what? I got to say, we have our 50th episode coming up. Yes. That blows my mind, actually. It's pretty crazy, considering what was the date we started? July 13th. <laughs> That's crazy. Scoff. It's my dog's birthday. Is it? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Happy birthday, Mookie, on yeah. July 13th. Yeah, Justin was our very first, and uh, he still is our very largest downloaded episode mm-hmm. on uh, on our podcast. And actually, I have him. He's going to come on for a one-year anniversary. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So our 50th coming up, uh, we're going to have Blair Stafford on. Blair Stafford, yeah. And yeah. Uh, he, Blair's got a, a lot of knowledge of the game. He's he seen, sure does. He's seen a lot. About it. And uh, that's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Uh, prior to that, actually next week, we're going to be talking to uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Ashley Burkhart. She's uh, from the state she played for University of Purdue. She now has a podcast called When the Cleats Come Off. Nice. Which is very good. Yeah. I've listened to it a couple couple times and uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk to Ashley and, you know, talk about her time in NCAA and, and actually, you know, talk about her, her podcast and how, you know, how she enjoys this. Right. Of course. You know, get her, get her input on how she likes it. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's awesome, uh, man. That's good. Anyway. Uh, that's good. You know, one thing too, I, I know we're going a little long here, but sorry. one thing that I like that uh, Robbie just said in the very end there was how he likes how our podcast touches on more than just the men's game and hats off to you again for taking care of that because that's mm-hmm. that's pretty huge for our podcast because you and i talked a little bit before we started today and you know about the other podcasts that have come out with lolly and hilly and the, and the guys in new zealand and of course to talk. Yeah. talk and you know i i am very competitive and i almost looked at it as these motherfuckers like they're <laughs> moving in on our territory but it's, it has nothing to do with what's going on yeah. and and it's promoting the game all over the place and like you said our demographic is a little bit different than everybody else's so mm-hmm. it's it's good yeah it's good it's all 100%. it's all good for listen to all of them yeah it's i good. look at it like the more we can get our game out yes the better like you know we might be touching you know a demographic in you know wisconsin yeah that you know maybe you know hilly and lolly aren't aren't touching yet 
they right. might. They may. That's right. Yeah. And I mean, the boys in New Zealand, they're going to be touching, of course, everything in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. But I know they're going to have a following over here. Oh, for sure. And Two's Talk, they have every, like, yeah. you know, they have their women's side too yeah. with, with their program and everything. And that's fantastic. <laughs> you know, all of us getting the game out, I think that's the best thing. That's going. the biggest goal going yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Well, okay, brother. Scratch bastard another, a little bit. Another week. What do you want? This one? Sure. Sean Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, how, how many times am I going to touch you goddamn buttons? I fucking want my own. <laughs> What's this one? Don't like it. Change nope. it. Okay. We'll get a, we'll get something new for, uh, for Blair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to come up with some good stuff for Blair. Anyway. Right. All right, man. Another week. Everybody. Fuck COVID. That's all I can say. Yeah. Stay let's, safe. Everyone. Let's get back. Let's get our vaccines. Let's, uh, get back let's get the shit show. under control. Bottom line. Take care, everyone. All Thanks right. for listening. Thank you. Classified. Yeah. Not you, Lolly. Okay. <laughs> Chasing a dragon till I get it, I know it well We go day and day, oh, living this like it's show and tell Adrenaline pumping, accelerating through these late nights Addicted to the rush that keeps us up in this insane life Red lipstick, broken wine glass Drink away the pain and blackout time lapse Do it all again, get your lights up Let them know you well known, a prisoner to our cell phone That's why we call them cell phones, it's funny, ain't it? Obsessed with success, flying high from sugar cane Fast food burger chain, can't break the routine Leg day, filling up on protein and poutine They say, get it done by all means, by all means We all fiends, pick your crutch Living in this big world on small screens Sip your cup and play your odds Put your dollar in the slot machine Scrub it till the pot is clean Pick your poison, what's your addiction, huh? Damn, it's just another word Yeah, getting old Catch a dragon, that's what they say. Shopping mall surface spending every